Hey everybody, so before we jump into today's podcast, I just wanted to A, thank you guys, give you a little bit of a reminder. If you enjoy this content, however you're watching it, consuming it, please like, follow, subscribe, whatever you gotta do, comment on it if you can. Leave us a review, it really helps us out and it can help grow our platform and reach more people. And if you know someone that can benefit from this, please share it with them. If you have a question, if you wanna reach out to us, let us know. And then lastly, we have all of our amazing programs, courses, and coaching available in the resources below. So check that out, definitely take advantage of it. We have everything from free options all the way up to paid programs and everything in between to fit pretty much anyone's budget. And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you guys. Let's get on into the episode. Yeah, fighters. What's up, everybody? It's Mike here. Episode 136 of the Life of a Fighter podcast. Today's episode, we're going to be looking at sitting. Is it the new smoking or not as bad as we're saying or it perceives to be? First, before we jump into today's episode... I got a couple of exciting announcements, some shout-outs, all that good stuff, and some interesting things you guys are going to want to check out as well. First, uh, I'm really excited. Check out our Instagram, by the way, guys, at The Life of a Fighter. Um, I'm going to be doing some like frequently stash app updates to show not only um, some of the things that we're investing in for as little as $5, like some fractions and some stocks, but to also see how much of it's grown. We started with, I think it was $30 was the first post. Now we're up to uh, $140. Um, so I'm excited to just see how we can get it to grow. The goal is to get it to 1000 That's the first milestone. We'll see how that goes. And you guys can kind of just track along of the different stocks that I'm getting. And the advice that we're getting from a company because, again, the bigger picture of what I want to do with Life of Fighters, health and fitness, but also just overall lifestyle. So part of that picture is your financial lifestyle. So we're going to upgrade that as much as we can just or optimize that as much as we can, just like everything else with our health and fitness protocols. You can, if you're a big fan of the podcast and you want to show some support, you appreciate what we're doing, whether it's the content, whether it's the episodes, whether it's just the advice we've given, um, you can check out the link below and you can actually – um, donate money to our stash account, see the investments grow, and then you can also just check out our shop, lifeofafighter.com forward slash shop. We have some really cool stuff um, with our Fitness Nutrition Vault access right now. I'm working on some new content that's going to be exclusive for our members, um, some new fighter guys that are going to be coming out, especially from um, different age and, and demographics, so for our elderly population, for our younger athletic population, and even for the variations of special population in between for athletic performance, all those different things we're going to be breaking down and for different sports. That's going to be exclusive access, so you guys can check that out. And I'm really excited that we're bringing back the newsletter a little bit more frequently. Um, we're going to do it more than monthly again. Where we're going to bring it back starting bi-monthly and maybe even weekly. So you guys can see the new content, the episodes, all that fun stuff. But also the new content that's coming out. We'll see previews of it. So the one thing I do want to give is even if you're not going to um, sign up for our Fitness Nutrition Vault access, which is $5 a month or $50 for the year, which to me is a ridiculous value. And you can kind of look at it across the board with all the different sites and archives and libraries that are out there it's going to be right up there with all of them um but we're going to give you a free preview to part of the content so let's say if it's a 3500 or 2500 art uh, word article or 5000 even we'll give you access to 500,000 something like that and bits and pieces that are going to be very helpful that you'll still be able to get some really good information from so I'm excited about that I hope you guys are as well so you can click the link below to our newsletter and sign up 
And that's pretty much it for all of our exciting announcements, sponsors. Thank you, guys. If you want to be a sponsor of the podcast, obviously you can hit us up at our email, info at lifeofafighter.com. Click links below or social media. Reach out to us. We're always looking for Life of a Fighter approved brands and building um, to give our audience the best we possibly can. So if you guys, again, have a company that you like, send them our way. We'll work something out with them. Um, So we appreciate it, guys. As always, let's jump right into the podcast. So this episode, we're going to be asking and looking at the basic question of, is sitting the new smoking? And the easiest answer is it depends, right? It always depends. And in this case, it's going to depend on not only how long you're sitting, but then also your lifestyle outside of that. Not only your nutrition, but more importantly, it seems like your exercise, and specifically how much you're exercising throughout the day and week compared to how much you're sitting, which is pretty... Good news as far as when you look at it in the case, if you make a case between sitting and smoking, right? You're doing tit for tat. You got to say when you mark off that one for sitting as a positive, because at least you can exercise and counteract the negative impact of it almost completely. That's a huge win. If we look at the same thing for smoking, it seems like not only can you not do it, or it seems like you may not be able to do it as effectively, but not even with the same amount of um, interventions that you can apply. Basically, whether it is exercise, whether it is nutrition, whether it's a combination of all those and medication or some kind of other medical treatment, whatever you want to try and look at. Um, So I think right off the bat, that's a bigger picture like automatic win. So I'm kind of answering it. I think sitting is obviously not as bad as smoking because of the simple fact that there's more you can do about it and have a bigger impact if you have to do it. But it does not mean that the negative part of it is not on the table and doesn't some isn't something that you should have to deal with. So there's some things that we can not only do at work, and that's why like an in- interesting intervention that I've seen and that we we offer as well is going into a business and implementing a health plan whether it's during your lunch break what you can do or during the day if you're sitting at an office and there's different desks you can even get and different options there to allow you to sit and stand and just doing some simple things like that um, can really give you a huge lift and a boost in a positive direction to combat the risks of sitting, especially when you're sitting behind a computer in an office space, so on and so forth. So some of the things that you can do right off the bat are take a break um, every 30 minutes. I really can say sometimes you can stretch it a little bit longer, but everyone's different too. So sometimes some people can get away with doing it every hour and some people or longer, and some people may have to do it more frequently, like even every 15, 20 minutes. Um, But if it's going to improve the quality of your life, don't you think that's worth it? Like, and if it takes one to three minutes to do, I think that's a pretty fair exchange. Even if it's 10 minutes, you know, 10 minutes out of every hour, is that really that much to ask for? Um, think about how much time you spend doing other shit that you may not even be working. So I think there's a pretty hard argument there for you not to do that one right off the bat. Also, stand while talking on the phone or watching television, which (laughs) it's like usually you think of those two completely hand in hand, at least for the watching television part. And that's why now recently having a baby, um, I realized you can do a lot of stuff and still be standing and moving and with Lena specifically, I just like squatting with her because she likes the movement and I feel like I'm just getting some benefit out of it. Um, again, everything in moderation too. Like I'm not going to sit there doing a thousand squats every single day, especially if it's going to hurt my knees or back or anything like that. But if we're having good technique, good posture and everything like that, it should be very minimal pain and long-term impact, hopefully, unless some freak accident or something like that. Okay. So boom, get up, especially while you're on the phone or watching TV. If you work at a desk, try standing again with a, um, specialized desk or just 
stand up. You should be able to reach your keyboard. If not, we don't want to look for a hunched over posture here. So that's something that's really important that I want to emphasize is the specific attention to your posture. So if you are still standing, but then you're also rounding your shoulders forward to reach the keyboard, or you're hunching over just so you can get in or see better for the screen, things like that, you're kind of, it's still good for you as far as I'm sure, um, sitting and, and the, the negative impacts there. And when we look at sitting in a little bit as far as the negative consequences, you'll be, it'll kind of blow you away. But for now, we're still gonna be looking at some of the things that we can do to help improve the negative impacts of sitting. So again, we talked about the desk, we're standing, we can go up and then we can even set it on a timer, which is really cool. There's certain um, products and I'll put links below for a few of them that I like that you can put it on a timer, have certain settings where it automatically does it or it just reminds you and then you manually can do it. It's pretty awesome. Um, let's move on to our next one. So now you can also think about during a certain break in the day, you walk with your colleagues. You all just say, hey, whether it's for a meeting and you guys have to be together anyway, as opposed to being in a conference room, unless you have to, sometimes it's hard when you have to display things and, and see it, but if you just have to have a conversation, instead of doing it um, seated inside or doing it wherever you are driving, things like that, try and do it going on a walk. Or if you are on the phone, instead of doing it, try and go for a walk. Again, going back to at least not being seated on the phone. So that's another really helpful one. And I think it's, again, when you look for a job, that should be part of what you're looking at. And it, I think that's kind of, <clears throat> left out of the equation sometimes and every decision that we make is like how does that impact your health plan like we talk about financial plan we talk about family plan those are all very important things but your health plan should be the most important thing because without your health you're nothing to anyone you're dead so you're gone how does that help anyone so that should always be a factor when you're considering anything you're doing. So going back to work, hopefully you can see an environment where they um, support being physically active and taking care of yourself, things like that. All right. So we covered, you can stay active with people at work. We can um, either stand on our desk or have a timer where it's being set. We can watch TV and be standing. We can be on the phone, be standing. We can do other activities and still be standing so we're not seated longer. Or we could take, if we have to be seated for work reasons, quote unquote, have to like be in one area, excuse me, you could just stand every 30 minutes. And eventually, the cool thing is you'd be surprised how easy it is. Like I say I'd spend like minimum four hours of the day to like six hours of the day standing or moving or being in positions where I'm active. So, and that's, I'm just talking about like a work day, like 10 hours, eight, 10 hours, 12, depending on, also depends on the day. Um, some days are 13 hours. Some days are going to be like six hours. So anyways, uh, boom, 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 boom. Now we're going to talk about, you can also get some cardio devices and some different things. And if you have space for it, you could even do jump rope boxing. It depends on also if you have uh, accessibility to showers or if you can change because something, if you're like me, I sweat a lot. So getting physically active at work, even though I do, and it's also finding like the right clothing to wear where I can moderately sweat, but not be like too much but if i'm going hard like at the gym whether it's weight training or, or kickboxing or something physically active i'm gonna be sweating a lot so if we're gonna do that at work let's make sure that we have an ability to shower change all those good things keep good hygiene sounds pretty standard right i know but do it okay impact of movement so now let's look at when you take movement out and this is going back to the causes and the risks or not causes and the risk factors that are associated with it whether we're looking at increased blood pressure, increased increased um, blood sugar levels, excess body fat, um, 
and then there's a whole bunch of like visceral fat increase, just having more fat around your midsection. Um, cortisol levels were going to go all over the place. You're going to have different hormone impacts off of that cortisol levels. Your metabolism is going to be changing. All these things, and it kind of builds into a bigger picture of a, a circle that keeps going where you add on more weight and you increase these health factors. And then eventually, before you know it, you're 300 pounds or whatever amount of weight you are, 400, 500, 600. It doesn't matter. You know, we've had clients anywhere from like how was that? 20 pounds, Robert, as a kid. So if, yeah, I'll say 35, actually. Like a six-year-old to 500 pounds and 82-year-old client. Like everything in between. So I see a lot of different things. And the biggest thing I can say is that when you're not um, moving throughout the day, and they said it's just a vicious cycle because then your energy is drained. So you have to calculate for all the impacts that that sitting is having or just simply don't fucking sit that long. It's like really, it's that simple. Because if you could do that, that's such a healthy thing to do right off the bat that can just cascade into all these other good decisions you're going to make throughout the day. And then eventually, you're just going to be strong enough that it's not even a conscious thought. And again, this could be the one thing. You talk about creating habits and all those things, focusing on one thing at a time. This could be the one thing you focus on that can change your life, change your health, get you on some goals. And, and I'm even talking about like, there's one thing I was talking about with one of the fighters, Alex, at the gym and coaches, Alex Tyler. He had a really good point of, um, Citing, I, I forget what, what article or what post it was, but talking about for fighters to stay active between training sessions because what typically happens is fighters will crush it in the gym for two to four hours at a time and then take a nap and recover and try and let their body shut down and then recharge for the next one. And that's even a typical approach I've taken in the past. But the idea is to stay awake and get outside because when you're working so hard and you're hustling and you're training and, and even training clients and coaching, you're indoors. You're not getting vitamin D. You're not getting... Um, all the other benefits of it, whether it's increased hormone, increased testosterone, increased vitamin D absorption, so so on and so forth, cholesterol, excuse me, all these benefits come into that. Um, so going back to just avoiding it, also saying, let's stay active. Same thing during the middle of your day. Just get up and it'll give you some energy too, but it takes some, some focus on it. So that's where you can just knock all the other things you're worrying about off and focus just on that, which I think is a pretty cool idea and pretty simple. Like, and again, if we talk about it on a scale of one to 10 of doability, like one's impossible, I'm never going to do it. 10 is crushing it easy. No problem. I can wake up doing it in my sleep. We want it an eight, nine or a 10. So we want to have it on that easier doable side. And that's really the synopsis of it. So basically, sitting is really fucking bad for you. It's When you look at certain studies, they've done 13 uh, studies, analysis, or meta-analysis of these studies. And they had over a million participants throughout these studies that they were able to accumulate the data for. And what they found was that 60 to 75 minutes of moderate to intense physical activity a day could counter the effects of too much sitting. And when we look at sitting, if we're not going to be doing that, we're sitting for eight hours a day or more, these studies are saying that with the no physical activity tracking, the risk of dying, similar to the risk of dying posed by obesity and smoking were evident. So basically, if you're sitting for eight hours a day or more, these studies shown the percentages and the likelihood of you dying of diseases and conditions related to obesity and smoking, so or separate of one another, but both of these two different things, which I find very interesting. So smoking or obesity, both of these things were equal at levels of sitting throughout the day. So I find that very, so if you can avoid all of those things, you're even putting yourself in a better category. And guess what? By not sitting throughout the day, you won't be obese. So that lowers it significantly. And then more than likely, you're going to be making good decisions where you're not going to want to be smoking either. So that's pretty much 
my two cents on it, guys, and I think what the studies are showing and how you can kind of take that information and absorb it how you want to, but that's just some perspective on it. That's pretty much it, guys. So I just wanted to get that one out there. Next week, we're going to be breaking down some more fun. I'm working on some projects that are going to be not only for different populations and demographics, but it's going to be a very in-depth combination of podcast series, video series, written programming series, and articles that explain it all together in different sections. So I'm really excited for that, guys. I hope you guys are looking forward to it. That's going to be for the members only, so that's really good incentive a ton of other ebooks and content we have already if not but that's a really going to be a big uh, incentive that we wanted to put together for our fitness nutrition vault members so go check that out on the shop we'll check you guys next week on the life of a fighter podcast so i just wanted to say thank you guys again for watching listening consuming that episode if you guys enjoyed it and you haven't already please like uh please comment if you haven't reviewed please leave a review if you haven't followed or subscribed please do that as well again it tremendously helps us out and then just a quick reminder if you guys want more resources we have them below we have our programs everything from free all the way up to paid and kind of everything in between dial in with the customization and we have more information on different programs and resources in our newsletter so if you haven't signed up for that do so below it's free and that is it y'all see you on the next one